Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday morning to you. Welcome back to a new season of Journey with Stephanie. How's everyone doing today? How are you doing with this Aries full moon? We're not quite there, but we will be there later today. What is it? 4.54 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Yes, so thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back. Well, I have enjoyed a nice hiatus of about five months or so. It's been nice to have a little bit of a break. You know, when we do our shows, it's not just about talking. It's all about the planning. It's about organizing and all things fun and structured. And it's been nice to have that little bit of a break and to make this lovely comeback here. And I, again, I would like to just take the moment to thank all of the listeners. You know, guess how long this show has been going on? On and off, for the most part on, for about, what, the last six or seven years, something like that. And because this is the season premiere show, I just wanted to walk down memory lane a little bit. One of my very good friends is a vocal artist. She's pretty well known in her industry. And I'm going to give a shout out to her name, Airly Brighton. We connected, oh golly, several years ago when I was living in California. And she was one of the people that came to me for a Theta Healing session way back in the day when I first got certified and it was it was really fun to get a lineup of people and you know just say hey I've learned this new tool this new modality would you like to experience this I still have no idea what I'm doing but there's a way to make it work and it's been one of those fantastic friendships where we were almost like the best of friends on day one. It just was a very powerful, powerful connection. And we would share our dreams as well. And we found we had so much in common. And one day she asked me, well, what are some of your dreams? What's one of your dreams? I said, you know, I think that one day I would love to be on the radio. I have no idea what that would look like. I've never done it in my life, but I think that's something I want to do. I said, you know, I already talk pretty well. I'm a Gemini. I can actually talk for a living, but help people along the way. This is fantastic. And she said, you know what? I can make that happen. And I, you know, I didn't know any better. And I was like, yeah, right. Okay. Thinking pie in the sky, thinking it was probably 100 miles down the road or more. She said, no, I know this guy. And I met him at some sort of a event, you know, things that she goes, excuse me, goes to. And she says, his name is Garrett Miller. And I will connect you to Garrett Miller in Facebook Messenger. And you guys can set something up. 
And so the day came and Garrett and I did connect and we set up our day and time to just visit a little bit and Garrett didn't know me and I didn't know him, but here was this powerful booming voice that came through and I was just a little bit intimidated. And then I thought, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And so Garrett offered me, you know, a spot to do what I do and to begin to share my gifts and talents with the world. And um, it's been definitely a journey with Stephanie. It's been a journey of all kinds of experiences, good, bad, or indifferent. And it brought me to where I am today. And it's been pretty fantastic. I love the airwaves because it's a wonderful, wonderful way to reach the masses. You know, once upon a time, I've shared this story in the past when I was involved in a meetup group in Northern California, and it's where I learned about Theta Healing, made some wonderful, wonderful people connections, and several of those folks I remain connected with to this day. And the lady in charge, she's a very well-known celebrity psychic. Her name is Adrienne Blackwell. And Adrienne and I, we would sit and have our own Theta Healing powwows, and they averaged minimum seven hours at a time. So imagine being in a room with this much power going on and working through an issue and tearing it apart and putting it together and gaining the insight. And of course, lots of tears too. You know, when we heal, it's not this comfortable, pleasant ride, you know, because it requires a certain amount of transformation and letting go, letting go of expectations. And there's grieving with healing. We learned so many things and we developed our own five-year plan. And we each sat down and we wrote out our goals. And one of my goals was to accomplish in that first five-year stretch, find the way and the means to reach the masses through the Internet. Because we look at technology, we look at what is possible. It is possible to sit here in my home and wear a headset and be connected with Garrett through this medium in order to reach the masses. It's pretty fantastic. And once that five-year mark hit, it was like, wow, well, what else is possible? Well, one of the things that's possible is to continue with the show. It's definitely journeying with Stephanie because, believe me, (laughs) my life is not boring. I'm always shifting and changing and experiencing things and finding new ways to help people. And, you know, this leads us into what is it that I do? And for those that know me more personally, I respond with, well, what is it that I don't do? So I am an energy healer. I am a psychic medium. There are so many terminologies out there. That's probably the one I don't necessarily like the phrase psychic medium. However, it does send out the message of everything that can be done and more. So when I connect with people, I meet them where they're at. And this is 
yet another reason why it's called Journey with Stephanie, because everybody's different. And what works for this person isn't going to work for that person. Sometimes people would like to just talk. Other times it's very specific healing that takes place. And no matter what, the healing is always going on. It is always taking place. So that's very exciting. And let's see here. Another thing I wanted to bring to the table today are just sharing with you a couple of questions that are posed to me on a fairly regular basis. And they are, how did you become psychic? And then what's your favorite experience? Who's your favorite client? Who's your worst client? And it's very interesting. And while I have shared responses to these questions in the past, we're going to take a little bit of a different journey with that today because, again, what is this? Journey with Stephanie. So I have shared before about my background, and we're going to leave, believe it or not, we're going to leave astrology out of this for just a moment here. Um, again, I am the eldest of five children. My parents have a very unique story. First of all, they're both on the other side. Both uh, my mother transitioned very early at just 70 years old. She had this thing called Alzheimer's. But let me tell you something, everybody. The magic of Alzheimer's and dementia, by the way, because it's all under the same umbrella, is that they're already walking on the other side. And I loved it because my mother was like, oh, my gosh, you know what's going on? You can hear Grandma. You can hear Uncle Larry. And she would bring me messages back and forth. And, wow, talk about a very powerful experience. Believe me. When, you know, so growing up, when my, when my parents met, my mother was best friends with my dad's youngest sister, and they went through high school together. And, of course, one thing led to another. And mom and dad meet and get married. And here's five kids out of what would have been seven or eight. So my mother came into the marriage with her very, very, very Catholic background. She came from a large family. She was the youngest of seven children. She was born seven years after the sixth child. And she was born on that sibling's birthday. And the story that my grandmother tells her mother, who, by the way, her name was Magdalena. I always equated her to Mary Magdalene because she really was a mother to everybody. And my mother was, in this day and time, we would say, mom was a menopause baby because my grandmother was almost 40 when she had her. But what a blessing. So my grandmother would tell this beautiful story to us kids. And she said that she wanted one more baby. And she actually found the end of a rainbow. And she prayed to God and asked for one more baby. And here came mom. So, you know, who knows if that was true. I always believed it was true. And I still believe whatever grandma said, it was true. And I still believe that to this day. So my grandmother was very uh, staunchly Catholic. My mother was very staunchly Catholic. And this was very much a part of our growing up. 
Now, my dad had a very different background. His father started out being in the Army and then changed to the Marines. And this meant he he and his family lived overseas, and they lived in several several different places. So he came into the marriage with this very uh, rich experience of all these different backgrounds. And when he was a late teen, he had researched the Catholic Church, and so at the age of 18, he joined a monastery. He wanted to become a monk, and he joined the monastery there in Oregon, Mount Angel Seminary. He lasted for all of one year, and he was very outspoken, very smart, very inquisitive, but he had a few habits that the monks were not real hip with. One was (laughs) to go into town on the weekends and get the little pint of vodka and bring it back and shoot up oranges with vodka and hand them out to the monks. Keep in mind, the monks are not supposed to talk. Well, after they had their breakfast orange, they were more than happy to talk and have conversation. So there was a multitude of things that dad did. And after one year, everyone decided, thank you. Nice try. We wish you the best in life. And bye-bye now. So my parents got together, and but dad had converted to Catholicism. And this is it, this is very important to know because this is the background that I came from. And so during our growing up years, particularly as a teenager, dad was, had very much an entrepreneurial spirit. And yet he also knew how to do the daily to keep things going all the time. And that was his thing. And there was a place in time, and I think everyone has experienced this, where they really did hit some pretty hard times. And again, my mother, very Mrs. Catholic, um, she was very staunch on psychics are sinners, chiropractors are the devil, never get a massage, you know, she was anti all of this. My father, however, could recall past lives as a little boy when he was six years old he knew that he had been born and raised in the Mayan culture and could still speak the language. And my dad could always see spirit guides and other divine supports, let's put it that way. And so there came a time in their marriage when dad finally said, look, we're having hard times. That's it. I'm having a psychic come to the house. And so the psychic came to the house. Of course, I was in high school. And he made sure mom knew about it. Actually, the second time, the first time, he didn't want mom to know about it. And here sat a psychic in his living room. And she told him, she said, you're not going to believe me. But in six more months, this is going to happen. And you're going to be more successful than you had ever imagined. Okay. So in his excitement, he had that one little ounce, that one semblance of possibility of hope. And he glommed on to that. And when my mother got home from work, he shared with her what had happened. Oh, well, she made him go to confession, the whole nine yards, and they had to go to church and, you know, all things Catholic and all things go to confession. Well, he turned around and did the same thing a few weeks later and straight up told her, this is what's going to happen. 
And the long and short of it was it really did manifest. Now, did it manifest because it was going to manifest or did it manifest because she brought forth an olive branch, a semblance of hope and said, focus on this. Look at this. And he chose that path and did fantastic. And so he did extremely well for 10 years out of his 80 years of life. And that 10 years gave them the freedom to do so many different things, take the trips, do the travels, and finally make the move and buy a different house. So I'm sharing this because I come from some sort of a convoluted background, a little bit bipolar in that sense, because one parent was like, no, 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 you're going to go to hell. The other parent was like, I can see your your guides. I can, you know, I can recall my past life. I can still speak Mayan to this day. And so it was this strange dichotomy. Well, in our lineage, in the background, what we had was, energy healers going back, you know, on record into the 1800s and even before that on my dad's side of the family. And so they, in fact, those energy healers were somehow managed to exist uh, through the Bible belt and they weren't burned at the stake or anything like that. And so it's important for me to share this with you today because it all comes together and makes up who I am today. And it really does help me to make the decisions that I make, to move forward in the energies that I move forward in. And This is something that I really like to teach people. Everything matters. Every detail matters. All of these things matter because this is all a part of us. So I just wanted to share that with you today. It's very powerful. And I wanted to finally look at the couple of questions that I have been asked, and then we'll get to you callers. So before I proceed with that, Thank you again for tuning in today. Feel free to visit my website, journeywithstephanie.com. That information is on the show page in the event that you miss me telling you what this is. Just refer to the show page. Everything is right there. All righty. So moving along to the one question, what's, who is my most interesting client? What does that look like? This is a wonderful story. I connected with a woman at a psychic fair in Seattle once upon a time, and she showed up at the fair and she said, hey, my husband and I have been going to IVF. We've tried so hard for six years to get pregnant, and I don't know what else to do. She said, I was in the army. I flew helicopters in Iraq. I don't know what I'm doing at a psychic fair, but I guess I'm supposed to see you. I said, well, welcome. And the long and short of it was, it was simply energy between her and her husband from a past life, actually more than one past life, where they had taken turns killing each other. So they got together in this lifetime. And so why would why would she want to get pregnant thinking and believing from past life memory that she was going to be killed again. Who wants that, right? So energies were clear. They they really did get pregnant immediately. And that was exciting. Well, 
the closer she got to giving birth, she would come back and see me. I was also working at a little shop, and she would come in every now and again. It was on her way home from work. And she said, well, we've learned it's a boy, and um, we're looking at names, and we're looking at this name or that name. I said, okay. And she asked, you know, is there a way that we can, I don't know, what do you do, talk to him or something? And I said, yeah, we, we can connect with the soul if the soul has decided who's going to come in. Because, you know, that's not always decided until closer to the end. And it actually took a couple of different meetings before this, there was a soul that said, okay, I'm the one coming in. Okay. So then we, then it was the time and the period of time of asking, well, which name would you like? Would you like this one or would you like that one? He wanted the very old, old, old English name of Arthur. And Arthur it was. And Arthur as a baby, when I met him for the first time, he was just a few months old and he knew exactly who I was. You know, when babies look at you and they look in your eyes and there's that knowingness and that big smile. And he's the most interesting client because he's still with me to this day. This little boy is now seven years old. And I I will receive text messages from his mother every now and again. This little guy actually does big things when he's in dream state. And so not too long ago, we had to have a discussion of, are you going to be there? What do you look like? And I finally said, okay, Arthur, I'm in a pink bubble. Okay. Okay, I saw the pink bubble. I, okay, that's me. Okay, well, then I'm good. So <laughs> we have these very Harry Potter, Harry Potter sci-fi phone calls and or text messages. Fascinating. And I am here for him and we communicate telepathically most of the time. And it's the most beautiful, interesting connection that you can't just go out and share, you know, with Joe Blow on the street. So that's the most interesting and the most challenging I wouldn't say client. The most challenging experience was once upon a time having been a part of a spiritual center in Washington State. And prior to getting involved with that, in my being naive about energy work and how does all of this work, one one thing I had absolutely sworn off was no dark energy for this girl. Don't want to deal with it. Uh-uh, not happening. I only want the light and the good and the crystals and the happy rainbows and the unicorns. And <laughs> the experience was it kind of started out that way, but it was anything but. And there was a lot of education with that experience. And so I would actually call this not only the most challenging, but the most educational because it was a wonderful, difficult, hands-on lesson of the opposing forces, what they are, how to identify, and in addition to that, what is narcissism? What does that look like? 
Why do narcissists like to basically pretend they are empaths? Why do they prey on empaths? It was quite a very big lesson. And I can actually say to this day, I'm grateful for that experience because I learned so much. And one of the things that I learned the most coming out of that experience was what? How to not only recognize the dark forces, but how to deal with them, how to deal with them effectively and send them on their way. So lots and lots of learning there. So everyone, whatever you're experiencing in your life right now, know that it's not all for naught. You know, the the great gods above are not just taking a poop on you because you're having a moment. That's not the case. There's always something to be learned from all of these experiences, whether it's now or in the future. There's something to be gained here. So I wanted to share those two examples with everyone today. They have been the most influential. Little Arthur is just the most fun. And if you would like to read a little bit more about him, he is his mother's testimony is on my website. And there's an expanded version besides, you know, her initial response about the whole experience of even being able to get pregnant. So both are powerful. Both are very different parts of the spectrum, but I wouldn't necessarily say opposing forces. So it's important as you listen to this today, and even if you go back and listen to the replay, listen to the positivity, listen to the lessons learned, because in both scenarios, there's always something that can be applied to the here and the now. And we can also remind ourselves that we have this beautiful thing called free will. And we can either move forward with our free will, we can choose to hang on to the yuck, or we can say, okay, thank you so much. Who does this belong to? Because it's no longer mine. Send it back to creator or to source or to God. Have that energy transmuted to love and light and keep going. That's what we're here to do. We are here to live and experience and be and be in this moment and keep going. So there we have it. I just, I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you for being here at Journey with Stephanie. And Garrett, if we're ready for some calls, I'm ready. I think we are ready for some call. And I love when you share these stories because I find out something new about you every single time. So that was really cool to hear about your dad. I know, yeah. Okay, so if you have been pre-screened, yay. Um, If you have not and you're a new caller, I'm going to bring Patricia on in just a moment. She's going to be asking about career. Um, While she is talking with Stephanie, I'll be screening additional callers. I'll be asking for only your first name and the topic, not the life story behind it, just the topic like love, career, home, pets, your chakras, whatever the case may be. So get ready because I'm going to come and get you. Our first caller is Patricia. Welcome to the show. You are live with Stephanie. Go ahead, please, Patricia. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Stephanie. It is a pleasure. Um, I'm a first-time caller. I think I can't ever remember talking to you, and if so, it's, it's haven't been. It's probably been 
since the last time you were on. Um, so again, thank you. Um, if I may please change that from career to to um, um, money, please. And thank money. you. Just want to know when do you see uh, um, a settlement? Um, I'm in the process of settling with my homeowner's insurance. And this has been lengthy. Um, damages took place in March, um, windheld damage. And we've been in this back and forth. Um, appraisals have to be hired and um, umpires. And, yeah, we. I just want to know, are we going to finalize this before the new year rings in, please? Thank you. All right. Yes. And good morning, Patricia. Thank you so much for calling in and listening today. Okay. Very interesting. So I'm going to answer this a couple of different ways. First of all, with all of the energies we are in, let me preface this by saying I'm not an astrologer, yet I like to keep myself aware of stuff going on it's very intense right now and it will be probably almost through march of next year but the bulk of this intensity is due to lighten up i believe oh golly first part of january something like that okay so i i use several modalities when looking at questions and when we have very specific questions like this, I like to use the pendulum. I have, oh golly, I've got more than 22 years of experience under my belt now with the pendulum. So let's see here. I'm asking the question um, about your settlement for the homeowner's insurance. And I'm going to start general and then bring it down to a very narrow place. So I'm asking regarding this matter, will this settle this year or next year and is it first okay first of all I'm getting next year and I'm asking which month it's already indicated first quarter and I'm asking January February or March and I'm getting the month of January and it looks like anywhere from the beginning of January to about the middle of January. I'm getting the dates of anywhere between the 12th to the 15th. So when this, as this date is coming forward, what this means is not only has it been addressed and dealt with, but the settlement will more than likely be in hand by then. So when I look at dates, it means, okay, transaction completed, payout is complete, here's the time window. Okay, so that's the energy that comes through. Also, I can understand the conflict and the turmoil energy that you feel and experience, okay? And it's important to remember to try and keep as neutral as you can. And I know that's easier said than done because when we get ourselves involved, we are now running interference. And what happens when we do that? Well, this is building up our own personal judgments and expectations and conclusions. And so 
just a reminder for you because it feels like you have a really good grip on that anyway. Just remind yourself, okay, this isn't me. This is an energy. However, our home is is us too. Our home is our body. Our home mm-hmm. represents all of this. So continue to see yourself as whole and complete. And in addition to that, this message is coming through for you as well, is the reminder to continue taking care of your own personal health because whatever is go is or is not going on with us that does run parallel to everything around us whether it be our vehicle our home our property etc so the more you can keep yourself in balance on all of these levels the more that that actually gives positive energy to the situation and the outcome. And then another reminder too, is that in your prayer or your meditation, visualize this transaction is complete. This is now complete. This is paid in full. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I really am from source. So thank you. Beautiful You're welcome. I love you. <laughs> oh, thank you. you. You're so welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Patricia. Appreciate your call today. And whoops, there we go. And we're going to go next to Victoria, who's also calling about her career. Victoria, welcome to the show. You were live with Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hello, Stephanie. How are you? <clears throat> I know you. Hi, Victoria. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's see. So I'll let you talk first. Oh, I'm just calling about my career and whatever else you see happening. Okay. Okay. So first of all, are you still teaching at this point? No, I'm not. Okay. Good. And pursuing the art? I'm doing some of that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. Okay. All right. So first of all, as I'm connecting with you, there there is a little bit of a nervousness here, so I'm just asking that this energy is cleared from you and bringing in the energy of love so we can look at it. As far as as far as career goes, let's see here. You're still going to be, what I'm seeing is the entrepreneur stuff coming through. It's not just the art stuff. I see you doing little things. You're going to be bringing your art to different places, like quaint places. You're going to be bringing it to whether you rent a booth in a mall, whether you bring your goods to a coffee shop, different venues, different locations, even perhaps whole life festivals, psychic fairs. I see you engaging. You're going to think about that. It looks like you're going to do a couple of those and kind of decide, is this what I really want to do? 
in addition, I'm seeing you actually getting into mentoring and counseling, but counseling in the form of providing guidance, more specifically guiding our young people. I'm seeing teenagers even into the 20s. It has something to do with workforce and bringing skills to the table for these kids. It's like you're going to find, first of all, you're going to find a place for yourself where you're, you're going to be looking at state jobs is what I'm seeing. There's going to be something that very unique that pops up. It has to do, once upon a time, it was called workforce. I'm sure it's called something entirely different at this point. But you're going to find a little niche in there as you're looking for part-time, because I am seeing part-time, not full-time. And there will be a way to work with the younger, younger people to help get their thinking on track, even if you begin as far as teaching or assisting with writing resumes, how to create a reference list. So you're going to be using your experience and skills to bring that element to the table. And it's not about teaching directly, but it's going to be offering direction and counsel. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So I'm seeing more of that, and more importantly for you right now is mentally relaxed because I'm seeing you, you're thinking about it a lot. Understandably so. It's time to just give yourself a little break, even if it's a half a day off, full day off. It's time for you to have a little bit of fun getting back into the creative stuff. Even if you just get a child's paint-by-number thing and do watercolor, you know, for an hour, whatever. But it's time to allow your inner child to come out and play and to relax into that space. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, because the mental body is ready your mental body is saying victoria i don't want to think right now i don't want to do anything i just want to play (laughs) (laughs) so it's time to do that and enjoy a really really great cup of coffee or tea and just relax and take it all in get out in nature it's important to get out in nature for you to to recalibrate and rebalance your energies and to rebalance your brain all righty. Thank you. You're Have welcome. All the best. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Victoria. Appreciate your call today. Uh, we're going to continue the career conversation before we head off in a different direction. And Stacy, you are next in line, my dear. Welcome to the show. You are live with Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hello. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Wonderful. How can I help you today? I wanted to know, um, I started a job in the area that I'm in. I don't, not liking it, so I asked to be placed somewhere else. How do you see that going, please? Yes. Um, At present, I'm hearing a little bit of an echo there, but that's okay. At present, I'm seeing you like 
working in administrative or clerical, it also feels like it might be under the uh, umbrella of medical or something like that. Um, you're doing your checks and balances right now. You're actually going to balance this out really well. You are, you are adding things up as far as all of your qualities, everything that you're doing with this job, and you're quickly going to translate it over to this other job. I actually see you stepping out of your company, moving to a different company. It's going to be a similar type of thing, and again, example only. Example is medical. You're going from this office over to a hospital setting or leaving a hospital and going to something more specialized. So I see you, in other words, being able to transfer those skills over really clearly, very succinctly. This is actually going to go fairly smoothly. It's all about your planning. Everything is timing. And just FYI, Mercury did go direct on the 2nd of October. However, it's doing its little hiccup portion as far as going fully direct. And so right now Mercury is sitting in Virgo before it goes fully direct, I think by the 15th, if not a few days before that. So we're just, we're not too far away from that. But what this translates to is a great deal of overthinking. So right now, I will say to you, don't overthink it. Just remember, you're doing your checks and balances. You're simply transferring to point, from point A to point B. That transfer is going to go fairly smoothly. Just remember to remain neutral. Just remember it's not personal. That's coming out because where you are at present, it does feel like they're going to be not just a little unhappy, but there's someone there that may be slightly snarky. It's not about you. It's about them. Just keep going. Just follow your plan. It feels like it's going to go well. Thank you for your call, Stacey. Thank you. You're welcome. And Garrett? It, it always helps if I unmute my line as I'm thanking the <laughs> caller. Goodness gracious. See, this is, oh, yeah. I'm getting the rest off of my hosting here. Um, our last caller of the day is Annette. She's calling about a connection with her grandson and family. Annette, welcome to the show. You're live with Stephanie. Hi. Hi, Steph. Hi, Annette. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. We haven't talked forever. I know. It's so nice to hear your voice again. Yes. Same yes. here. Hey, what I wanted to ask was I always had a, a strong connection since my grandson took his first breath 27 years ago. And um, now I have a great grandson. And I wondered if um, the, the connection with my, my grandson, um, if there's past life stuff going on, and also if I'm going to have a strong connection with my great-grandson. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I am. I like to take notes, and so I'm just writing down the order. Okay. Beautiful. So first of all, yes, with your grandson, it's very clear. He's 27. He, If it hasn't already started his first Saturn return, 
is due to so you know again looking at this from the energy perspective simply meaning changes and as long as he's floating with the change he's rolling with the punches he should be okay and it feels like he will be okay with your great-grandson yes there's a little bit of stuff there that could be cleared up and so we're going to do that today there is a past life interference going on and it was a past life this is going way 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 back i'm seeing him there was like knights you know the knights and the ladies and all of the garb and he was very much known for jousting he that was his thing back then he was very good at it he also would go to war quote unquote and i'm hearing times of babylon so this is going quite a ways back there was a betrayal in the connection of the relationship at that time in that lifetime you were his grandmother and this was something where due to the fighting etc it was a life or death thing and what i mean by this is in order for him to save his own life he was challenged and he was given this big you know hype about well if you do this then we will promote you to king and what the act was was him killing you because in that lifetime of course old meant all of probably the age of 35 maybe 40 and you were in that age bracket and in order for him to get his title he had to kill you and he did and mm -hmm. in that in that lifetime you were also gifted yourself yet you were very quiet about it but you know how that goes we think we're quiet about it and then a hundred people know what you're doing anyway so it was <laughs> so you were an oracle you were a very quiet oracle you were humble and it was found out that quote unquote this woman is a witch and we need to get rid of her even though in times of babylon they did enlist quote-unquote seers but see you were not just a seer you were also a healer which meant you were what you were an alchemist and you could you would shift energies for the good in order to for people to get better or to heal or you know whatever the case might have been and mm -hmm. with with this information coming forth that was that was the men's way to decide and again patriarchal structure to decide okay well we'll make this kid a man and this is how we're going to do it if he doesn't do it we're going to kill him and in fact they were going to kill both of you anyway but they pushed him and he went ahead and act, followed through what you don't know and what you didn't realize in that lifetime was yes he killed you and of course they did the whole hurrah thing however then he turned and he put the sword on himself because he knew it was wrong and he was gonna quote unquote go with you now in that moment he also carried 
a huge amount of regret for his actions. In this lifetime, this is what you're picking up on because there is that attraction there. There is that wannabe connection there. It's mostly there, but not completely there. And this has been blocking. So this has been about the guilt he's brought forth and he's looking at his dad, looking at himself because the other thing was in this lifetime, he didn't realize that him and his dad had agreed to change roles. So he had actually wanted to be the grandson's father in this lifetime, but that's not how it shook out. So there's also a little bit of resistance there, if that makes sense too. So yeah. this this is being cleared up right now, and he's actually being educated about what the agreement was. And so the reason, though, for the blurriness of his soul memory was actually because when he came into this lifetime, he knew he would have to face you again. And so he didn't want to have it active on his conscious mind as far as, well, but I came in as the agreement. This was the agreement this time. Nope, I'm going to see her. I'm going to see her. I'm going to see her. And so now that's been cleared up. And also the energy of forgiveness has been downloaded to him so that he may slowly, slowly undo himself from that space and time. He's also been educated that he's now in this place and time. And then that was then this is now type thing. So what you're going to see is over the next couple, three months or so, he will slowly start to relax. And he'll start to relax as far as, first of all, being his own father's son. And you'll see that resistance begin to melt a little bit. And secondly, he will finally, you're going to finally feel like, oh, my gosh, he's really here. Okay, this is awesome. Okay. So just melt into that. I do feel like you will be able to enjoy Christmas the way you would really like to because that's been on your mind as well. Does that make sense? It so does. Thanks. <laughs> I'm I hope that this isn't confusing to other listeners, but I get it. I so get it. Yeah. And good. And yeah. see, that's what matters because this is your message. And everyone gets to be witness to the healing. And maybe they don't understand the language, and that's that's okay, too, because this is for you. This is your healing. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. I will be calling You're- for a reading, kiddo. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Annette. Thank you. Wonderful show Thanks, today. Annette. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So, Stephanie, you know, I don't ask you questions on the air because I would rather just schedule my own private session with you. But yes. while Annette was talking, okay, yes. so there's symbolism and everything. <laughs> so I'm, I've got to yes. ask. Okay, okay, so I've lived in my place for, what, a million years now? Mm-hmm. And I, in, unless it's like <laughs> super cold weather, I always have my side door open so the dogs can go in and out and all this kind of stuff. So as Annette is sitting here talking, I have a little tiny bird fly into my room. I've oh. never had anything fly into the house except a mosquito. And you know how that goes. And so this bird flies into the house, and I'm like, what? And it's flying over to the mirror, and I'm like, well, hello, good morning. 
Um, you, the, the door is backed out when it goes, oh, okay, and it turns around and flies right back out. Oh. <laughs> so what's yeah. all of that about? Because this is, I was like, okay, what? <laughs> well, this is, this is interesting because a couple of weeks ago, someone else actually sent me a text with a very similar question. A specific kind of bird had flown into her home, decided to park somewhere, looked her right in the eye, and she said something similar, and it turned around and went out the way it came. So when I researched it, so I did research it, plus intuitively, of course, and that for that particular person, it was a message. And also to prepare yourself because something was going to, you know, just prepare yourself with life in general. For you, it's very interesting because I know we have acknowledged uh, your father's visitations. And when you were sharing this, that was the first thing that came in. However, it wasn't just your father. This was also a representation of messages from the ancestors. And they're oh. coming in to say hi. They're lighting on you. And it feels very light to me. It also is a message as well for you to prepare. I know that you have different projects going on. And so it's like, okay, be prepared. And so, but before the projects comes the spiritual element. And I know you have lots of new tools and toys and everything. And keep yourself balanced with that. And remember that because what I'm seeing too is it's either in seven to eight days out to seven, eight, seven, eight weeks where there's going to be a shift and a change of energy for you. And it's going to be something, this is not bad. It's going to be something where let's use your job as an example. Things are going well and they're like, oh, Garrett, we want to put you in charge of this over here and you're going to have all of this. And so in other words, that makes you a title instead of your present title. So it's an example of that example only, but spiritually. So honestly, what really, really, really comes through all of this being said is your music. So oh. you're in a preparation process. That's a new grounding, a new foundation. And also the simple message that your dad brings is birds of a feather. So tap back into his <laughs> entrepreneurial spirit. And, uh, you know, you know his life best. I don't. And look at the similarities there, but you, you're still very much on your very own path, you know, separate from all of that. It's very friendly, though. I okay. I get a good feeling about it. Yeah, that's very sweet. And no wonder you were. <laughs> on I was mute. like, I, oh, well, and, and I'm, as you're telling me this, I'm getting goosebumps, and you know, that's validation. So, it's, but it was just like I'm sitting here intent listening to the caller. And then this bird flies in. I'm like, what in the heck is going on here? <laughs> oh, <goodness gracious. laughs> anyway, Breathe. so for, yeah, whoo, it was very exciting. It wasn't scary at all. It was just like, okay, well, I'm sure you don't want to hang out here. The door's over that way. 
Um, but anyway, so for everybody listening, it's been, um, this is Journey with Stephanie. Stephanie's website is Journey with Stephanie. We've got a link on the show page here. If you're listening on iHeartRadio or Apple's podcast, it's journeywithstephanie.com and click on the icon for radio and you can go in and schedule a session there. Um, Stephanie, we've got about four minutes left. Anything else you want to add for the, the listeners before we wrap it up for the day? Like what's going to happen next month and timing and Yes. Well, first of all, um, the next show for Journey with Stephanie is Sunday, November 6th at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. That will be the normal time. Today was a very unique uh, option here. So I thought, well, let's test drive a morning show just to see what happens. So the next thing I will say is between now and then, with these energies going on and again, devoid of all astrology explanation. It's really important to simply belly float and to just be, be in your moment and breathe. Self-care right now is really, really critical. Today, just a reminder, is the Aries full moon. It's the fire energy. So whatever changes we haven't consciously made it may push us along to start doing that and so use this energy today and especially over the next three days to simply transmute everything that you don't need and what else the other things I have going on are just simply I am doing phone readings I'm always available by phone I also do online readings via whatsapp and pretty soon I will be available on a different platform as well and I'll be making that announcement finally Sunday mornings and Facebook Messenger I have a healing circle I do this actually twice a week but for the listeners today if you would like to join in feel free to just fill out, fill out the contact form at my website and I can provide you further information. It's a beautiful time. It's generally half an hour, 45 minutes at most. And it's beautiful healing waves of different kinds. I'm always very present. I go with whatever I'm directed to do and to send. And it's a meditative time. So something to think about. Again, if you're interested, please go to my website, journeywithstephanie.com, and fill out the form. And we'll go from there. So thank you, everyone, for listening today. Thank you, thank you. If you're looking for a little guidance, clarity, or just some no-nonsense practical... I'm pressing all the buttons. I'm trying to hit the outro here. Me. Goodness gracious. I don't even know what of the week it is. Have, I love it. Okay. Have an amazing day, Steady. I can't wait for your show next month. And everybody, go book a session. I'm telling you, if you have not had a reading with Stephanie, it is an absolute treat. You will change your life. You feel so much better about today, your week, and your life. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See you next month.